This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash The Fan. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanik. I'm a dude laying a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Monday. It's your sports bros, Rob and Souk. I'm Rob. Sada. And there's a big Souk right over there. Right here. Dead Sada. Schultz is here for one final week. He is uh, giving way to Ryan Buckley's return on Friday. Can you believe that? Ryan Buckley will be back. 12 weeks. God. Whatever the hell he's been doing. So, uh, by. what'd you say there? Schultz? Said it's flown by. At least from my perspective, you guys have probably been like, get this guy the hell out of here. But yeah, you're a bit of an anchor. But uh, I don't want to say anything. You're not the first person to tell me that. No, we love you, Schultzy. I love you guys, too. Do we want Buck back? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Feel it out. <laughs> I'll give it a week or so, and you know, it's been so long, we've moved on, we're a completely different show now, Buckley, I'm sorry, we've evolved past you. Coming up tonight in the club, uh, would you buy a subscription to Applebee's? (laughs) Well, I will say they got that new commercial going on right now, they got uh, like what, unlimited wings, ribs, and something else for like $9. That's perfect for my grandma. It's eating good, hey, Greg Oden's favorite restaurant. And is a fan personality stealing beer. Here at Odyssey Portland. Ooh. Is yeah. Buckley back already? <laughs> Do we have another thief here at the fan? Seems that we may. Interesting. We have a thief here in the building. I don't know if it's from the fan. Caught on HD cameras, but I hope. Every time I'm here, there's no one from any other station here. So Yeah, I'm not certain that there are other stations at this point. I feel like it's right? just us and maybe Terry Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he does mornings, right? Yeah. Yeah. On KGO. Let's blame Terry. You know, this reminds me of the time that you remember when we went to Dallas to cover the Ducks and they were playing? That uh, was the Ohio State National Ohio Championship, State. I believe. And we went and did our show in a studio there. And I forget, it wasn't an Odyssey, Odyssey uh, uh, set of stations. Mm-hmm. It was, I don't know who owned it. 
but they sent us there, and boy, it was a ghost town. Do you remember that? Yes. It was cre- I think I saw... It was creepy. Yeah. It was like, there's all these old studios, and it, it- felt... Like post-apocalyptic. Like, yeah, you I felt think like I saw it, one guy in the coffee room once. Yeah, you felt like it was a weird because it used to be like a big station, and then everything kind of went like oh, automation. A ton of, yeah, yeah. And so you just felt like at any moment, like the, like an evil clown was going to come around the corner. It was like yeah. some sort of horror movie. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was strange. Weird. Well, that's kind of what we're turning into a little bit. Like, you, like have you, you noticed that? Yeah, if you gave someone a tour of the building, you'd think it was like this bustling like newsroom sort of thing. It's not. It's not at all. No, it's like three of us, and then occasionally like there's a, a salesperson that's hungover, like sleeping on the on a couch or something right or avoiding their family yeah you know kurt i'm looking at you yeah it's a it's a weird it's a weird situation we got going on over here good times <laughs> well um coming up this hour we'll get back to the an odyssey station yes we'll get back to the uh nfl playoff games but right now the hot five at five. Oh, hot topics hot opinions oh golly i'm hot today and hot air it's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Bro. Number five. Number five. Number five. Uh, Hall of Fame second baseman Ryan Sandberg has been diagnosed with advanced prostate cancer. Well, that's not good. He is 64 years old. He was one of those guys that I'll never forget. Because, you know, growing up, we got three teams. Like you, you watch the Cubs, the Braves, and the Mets. And, you know, Sandberg was, uh, he was just, he was, Rhino. He was part, awesome. part of my childhood. He was awesome. Yeah. In free agency news, uh, your Mets, uh, he says they're going to fight like hell. Well, I would hope so. And prostate cancer is often very treatable. It is, but this is advanced. advanced. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Jeez, um, it's probably spread. Your Mets were sniffing around reliever Araldis Chapman, uh, but he chose a much more stable franchise, <laughs> signing a one-year, $10 million deal with the Pittsburgh Pirates. I've never been happier for the Mets to not Are sign someone than that douche canoe. who's not even good anymore. Yeah. Go away. It's sad I'm begging for the Mariners to sign him. It's sad. Really? I would take him That's over who you want? A, any, anybody better than they've gotten this offseason, and he would be one of those players. Uh, that's a hard pass for he's me. He's kind of hit or miss. Like Sometimes he'd look great, Number and then other four. times he'd just be a gas can out there. Oregon State offensive lineman Marco Brewer has been arrested. Yeah. Charged with fourth-degree assault yeah. following a domestic violence incident. DV on a positive note, Joshua Gray's coming back. Eh. Trying right. to give you some positive Oregon State O-line news. Well, apparently he grabbed a woman's arm during an argument, scratching her, bruising her. He is a, he is a former starter, but if you don't recognize his name, it's because he didn't play this last season due to a torn ACL. So, not good. But at the same time, uh, I'm not going to go there. It's There's just levels to that. It's unacceptable, but, you know, he didn't is – it, is, it, is it bad to say that he didn't beat her up? Like, is, are we – it's low expectations, but I guess it could have been worse. Although that sounds terrible. You should stop talking. I should probably stop. <laughs> well, when you hear it, aren't you immediately you're like, ah, oh, God, Greg Hardy sort of situation. It's not good. I see nothing. <laughs> There's levels, Rob. There's levels. Who was it that said, let's try to make sure we're <laughs> that's, not promoting? That, that is instantly where I went. I was like, God, that's a Stephen A. Smith sort of thing. Now I'm just saying. Yeah, it was the let's Ray Rice thing. Let's just make sure we're not wearing tight clothing. <laughs> Steve, Stephen you A. You and Stephen A. have something Stephen A. basically telling girls, 
make sure you don't get yourself punched. Good one, Steven. The Lakers are trying to trade for Hawks guard DeJounte Murray. Also sniffing around Malcolm Brogdon, apparently, as well. Yeah, Danny Morang saying, uh, prepare to end your love affair with Malcolm Brogdon. He will <laughs> not be a blazer for much longer. Oh, no. They're going to trade him. Whatever are they going to do without him? But it sounds like they're not going to trade Jeremy Grant, or are they? Well, supposedly that's, I mean, Grant, when they signed the deal, they said he was part of a, their long-term solution, but they also said the, the Scoot was going to have no problems adjusting to the NBA. So He's had a few problems. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a bit. Go to that lake. I'm going to that lake. Number two, number two. <laughs> Back here before text Maybe you should stop talking for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tight end Zach Ertz signing with the Lions. He will start out on the practice squad, but could be elevated to play on Sunday. This after Detroit lost backup tight end Brock Wright in uh, Sunday's game. Yeah, Laporta's the only tight end they have that's healthy. So, is he kind of two tight ends though? As good as he is. That yeah, but he, awesome. But he's playing on one leg too. So. And Ertz, uh, his position coach uh, in Detroit was his position coach before, uh, and he's a he's a vet. Um, they'll have some packages for him. I mean, it, you, believe it or not, at this point, that's about as good as you're going to get to fill a, a, a roster spot like that. The Lions are touchdown underdogs in San Francisco. The Niners say Debo Samuel is 50-50 to play due to that shoulder injury. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, he makes a... He makes a huge uh, world of difference for them. And you look at Detroit, and the one thing that Detroit does well is they stop the run. And they're going to load up to stop the run, which means there's going to be plays to be made in, the, in that secondary. And, you know, having Debo in there, that could be the difference in the game. My man Debs. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Number one. Then again, it might not be. They'll put a brace on that thing. They're going to load him up with every painkiller known to man and – when he's 50-50, he's going to find a way to go. I could burn the Lions secondary. There are plays to be made. and But as bad as their secondary is, give their defense credit. They find ways to get stops and keep their team in ball games. And we have coaching news all uh, from the NFL. Bengals, uh, their offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan, is expected to be named the new head coach of the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Schefter said he came in for a second interview and they were not going to let him out of the building. Ooh, they love him. They love him. Well, and he's up for other jobs, too. So he's he's going to be the guy there. They're just working on some deets. Well, anybody that can make Jake Browning look that good. Yeah, right? I say hire him. Go get him. Now, the Seahawks have lost their offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron, to the same position with the Bears. I'm not sure why they wanted him. His offense was no better than 15th in any major category, but they uh, took yeah. him, so whatever. Welcome to the Bears. The, Although that would be an upgrade for the Bears. They're like, 15th, let's go. The Eagles are keeping Nick Sirianni, but he has fired his defensive coordinator, Sean Desai, so he's going to interview Ron Rivera for that position. Uh, they're also saying that the Eagles could turf their offensive coordinator next. Uh, Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris is getting a second interview with our Seahawks, but also the Panthers, Commanders, and Falcons. Dan Quinn is getting a second interview in Seattle, as well as the uh, uh, Commanders and also the Titans, but now that seems to be out. And then Alabama loses its offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese. He is going to the NFL. He's going to the Browns. He's to be a tight ends coach. Yeah. What? He wanted out of there. I guess. You would think they it. pissed him off. He but wanted that head coaching job. You would think there's a better job out there than being the tight ends coach for the Browns. Well, they and have I a good tight end, right? Like Njoku? Yeah, but still. 
tight ends coach it seems like a bit of a backward step unless you just didn't want to deal with the whole nil thing and then apparently the hoodie you know he's had two interviews down in atlanta but i guess he's now all pissy because he hates rich mckay who's running the the whole ship down there in atlanta oh that'll go well. i guess they have a long-standing beef so bill's not doesn't know if he wants to work there because he said he did basically the report is that he doesn't want to report to to anybody let alone someone he doesn't like so well, i can understand that but bill's already out even... doing i why, Why would you interview twice? Interviewing there if you don't like the GM, like that's not going to work, Bill. No, even I can see that. <laughs> what the hell? This is why I can't I, even imagine. Why I'm just saying. I, everyone, think, everyone thinking that Bill's like this slam dunk wherever he goes, dude. That guy hasn't listened to anyone in 25 years, and you're telling me he's just going to slide seamlessly into a position where he has to report to two or three people? Have fun. Have fun with that. Uh, the Hot 5 at 5 is brought to you by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at victoricos.com. Back to our NFL playoff plums next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Vancouver Ford text line, build of the bills. That is kind of one of those things that's being like kicked around now is the idea that, that Bill Belichick is going to be the one to step in and fix the Buffalo Bills. And this is what I was saying kind of before the break with, with the Belichick stuff. Look, no one's doubting Bill's greatness and what he built. But again, it ends for everyone. And he's like 72 going on what is 73 years old. The idea that he's just going to step seamlessly in and fix what's ever wrong with the Buffalo Bills. Like I'm not uh, Sean McDermott may end up getting fired over this. Um, you know, again, it happened with Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy got canned, and and they kept winning the division down there in Tampa, but couldn't get over the hump. But this idea that Bill is going to fix Atlanta or Buffalo or Philly or any of these teams, just be careful what you wish for. That it, it's it's not like he did a great job before Brady, and it's not like he did a great job after Brady. Well, I you, think the idea with Bill isn't it defense. You know, look. Buffalo has fallen short on defense um, under McDermott, and he's a defensive guy. He's a defensive guy, yeah. 
Uh, so maybe you just give Bill the D and then <laughs> because he's let done Josh such a, Allen just run the offense. I don't know. No offensive coordinator to bring in yeah. Matt Patricia. Yeah, there you go. Matt oh. Patricia. Like, I'm I'm all for it. If, if Buffalo decided to get rid of Sean McDermott, I do not think that'd be the worst thing in the world. But I certainly would not go down the road of let's put a temporary patch of a 72-year-old Bill in there. What about Vrabel to Buffalo? Yeah, I could see that. Again, you think that, that's an upgrade? I do. Enough of an upgrade to make a change? I, I do, although... You know, to be honest with you, I'm not certain that a culture, like there, there's two different types of coaches, right? You have a Mike Tomlin of Rayburn that are more culture builders, Dan Campbell, and someone that is a is, is a keen mind um, as far as building X's and O's. And I don't know, I, I just I think I might lean that way, just a scooch going with that. But yeah, I, I think Rayburn would be an upgrade because at some point. You just have to wonder that if uh, old Sean McDermott, who apparently loves uh, Middle Eastern terrorists, <laughs> like maybe maybe it's time for a new voice in a locker room. Yeah, maybe the two old guys. Uh, maybe you'd do a – it'd be like a buddy cop sort of thing with Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick, and you bring in the two olds and I just don't they know. take over, co-head coaches. What do you think? I just don't know outside of president for some ungodly reason why anyone wants a 72 to 73-year-old guy to come in and take over an organization. Well, it makes he's no... the goat. He's the goat, man. Again, everyone at some point was the goat. Michael Jordan may be the goat, but I don't want him as my two-guard right now. I brought, this up a take cup... I brought this up a couple weeks ago on primetime. Imagine 2004 hiring Bill Walsh to be a head coach in the NFL. That's literally minus, of course, I know Belichick's been coaching, but that yeah. is what we are doing. That's what we're looking at right now. Oh, Carroll, Belichick, I don't know. Has the I, game passed him by? I, would, I don't care. I would rather bring in an offensive guy to help. Uh, Josh Allen because what you have in Buffalo the best thing going is Josh Allen and as good as Josh Allen has been and I'm not putting the loss entirely on Josh obviously there were some shortcomings there I don't think he's been the same since Dable left and so to me I I would rather bring in a, a guy that that is going to help the offensive side of the ball and help the best thing I have and that is Josh Allen and then go find someone and hopefully just the injuries which were just so brutal to Buffalo. I mean, think about how close Buffalo came, and it really was on both sides of the ball, but especially on the defensive side. They just there was just too many. There was just too many losses there to overcome um, a Kansas City team that, even though it's their worst version, they got that fifteen yeah. guy back there. And I don't think there were too many losses to overcome. I think they should have won the game. I think I think McDermott, as good as he is, I there. I don't know, man. I don't think he's the guy. I don't think they're winning a Super Bowl with him. Period. Yeah, they need and, to make a change. Yeah, I, I that that to me is is not a a foolish statement. I just and 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 not being there again has he lost the locker room? Does his voice grow stale? I don't know. But Buffalo, yeah, I think he should be fired for the fake pun alone. It's funny that the 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 Hardman fumble um, really saved his ass because now when you look at it, you you can blame the kicker. You can blame. Stefan Diggs on the drop pass. You can blame Allen for the poor decision on second and third down, short-arming the one. I don't know what he was doing on the third down, rolling out and throwing to the end zone again. Uh, certainly the fumble, which could have ended the game. Like There's a lot to blame, but if, if Hardman doesn't fumble that, we are all looking at Sean McDermott and like, your dumbass in a three-point game from your 35 decided to run a fake punt to DeMar Hamlin? What? And then Kansas City goes down and scores, goes up by 10 points, game's over. So he McDermott really did get bailed out. I do think his ass would get fired well, ha- if, had Hardman if, not fumbled into the end zone. Imagine if Mike McCarthy had done that. Oh, you do, pitch, pitchforks. Yes. Pitchforks. Pitchforks. Yes. 
It's it's inexcusable. So, and that's Weird. the thing is, if you're Buffalo now, you know, you, you had the you haven't you have gone backwards. You have not gotten to where you were four years ago, not once. And so, I mean, you say this about Tomlin. I don't think you should fire Mike Tomlin. But if you look at Tomlin over the last six or seven years, you know, yeah. it's a results based business. So but sometimes he doesn't have a Josh Allen though. No, he doesn't. And and Buffalo does. And so. They had Ben Roethlisberger, and then yeah. they didn't have Ben Roethlisberger. I think it's a very different scale to judge him on. So if you're Buffalo, again, do you just sit there and say, we just continue to roll this thing back? When there's a lot of tough decisions, they they either have to shed a ton of salary or basically commit to their roster and just restructure all these contracts and say, this is basically our team for the next three to four years going forward. So there are some really, this is a big off season for Buffalo, which direction you want to go. Yeah. His cap hit Josh Allen's cap hit was 18 million Yep, this year. It is 47 million next season. Yeah. And then he's got two years after that over 50. And there's basically like 11 guys that are going to have to be either restructured or just, you're just going to go with a youth movement and hope that Allen can mm. carry for a year or two. I and hope they have a good GM. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, the Niners, you know, I, I saw that. Uh, I don't know how many other people were were kind of shocked at that stat that they showed. Um, in the fourth quarter, early in the fourth quarter against the Packers, they they flashed up on the screen that the Niners were 0-30 yeah. when trailing by five or more points entering the fourth quarter under Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. I was... I was floored by that. Yeah, it certainly is not the narrative that you think about. I'm like, oh my God. And then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, well, Kyle Shanahan's had some bad seasons there. I mean, as good as he is, he's had a couple years where it got away from him. Well, yeah, because, and largely it's it's an injury thing. When they have been yeah. healthy, they have, they but still performed. not one come from behind win in the I fourth know. quarter. So strange. And it's not even, I mean, five points. That's it. Yeah. Well, now they're one in 30. <laughs> Thanks to the greatness that is Brock Purdy. Hey, give him credit, man. Yeah, it's just again we're going back to the the, the you know the, the talking head thing is that you know either you like Brock Purdy or you don't, and I swear to God, there's nothing that that guy is going to do that's ever going to change that. Brock Purdy could win the Super Bowl this year, and people are still going to find a way to bag on him, and he can get to a Super Bowl and put up a Jalen Hurts like performance, and we'll dog him back. Well, he can't win so the big one. Is he, it just because he was not? Well, it's just because he was Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, and is that why? And he's not great. Like we know he's not great, and we, we as a society of NFL people, fans, writers, talking heads, loudmouth yellers and screamers, if you're not Patrick Mahomes, we just we will not give you any credit. Is Jared Goff great though? No, he's really good. But he's getting a lot of um, love. Well, wait till he loses. Wait till he loses, and then we're gonna go right back to the set. This is why Sean McVay got rid of him because you knew you can't win with him. Like we give at any time. We give like three quarterbacks credit. That's all we have. We have like a, there's like a limit to the love that we can distribute around quarterbacks. And it's like, mm, sorry, sorry, we're, we're all loving Pat Mahomes and as well we should. We're busy loving Lamar Jackson right now, who, by the way, I would like to point out just last offseason, everyone hated and that no one wanted him and he was a bum and he couldn't stay healthy and he couldn't win in the playoffs. But now we're loving him and I'm trying to think, yeah, that may be it. Although, no, no, because we, we like golf now. So that's it. We got three. We got, can't no room for anyone else. Sorry, sorry, Brock. 
you're terrible, we hate you, no matter what. Because the, the, the adage was that Brock Purdy was just a, a product of the system and he, checks, and he was a check-down guy. Well, this year, he led the league in downfield passing. Well, he's only doing that because he's got time to throw an elite run game and he's got great receivers. He can't win the big one. He can't win when, when, when it matters. So he doesn't play a very good game, but he puts together the game-winning drive, and he's phenomenal in that drive, including some big-time passes. That one he had to, I think it was Ayuk, the sliding catch. It's as good a throw as you'll see. It's it's unbelievable. I thought the Kittle touchdown was pretty solid. Yeah, money. And yet, here we are, and we're like, yeah, he may have led the game-winning drive, but did you see the way he played the rest of the game? Meanwhile, Jordan Love played in the same conditions, played like crap. Two inexcusable interceptions, but we're like, ah, oh, Jordan Love's got a bright future. Brock Purdy, you're a product of the system. It's like, we, we just, you, you can't keep moving the goalposts on these guys, and yet we continue to do it with quarterbacks in this league time and yeah. time and time again. So Brock fun. Brock at this point, I think when you look at Brock, you know that in 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 the Shanahan system with good players around him, he's really good and you can win a lot of games with him. But if he goes into the Super Bowl and he's playing against Lamar or he's playing against Patrick Mahomes, of course he's going to be the underdog because he's not he's not a two-time MVP. Like what do you what do you want him to do? It just because you're not Lamar Jackson, you're not Patrick Mahomes, doesn't mean you're terrible. By the way, either quarterback that comes out of the NFC is going to be a giant dog because it's either going to be Brock Purdy and Jared Goff, two very solid quarterbacks, against either the best player in the league or the two-time MVP. Do you think that? Uh, so I'm thinking Baltimore will be favored over the Niners if it comes to that. Oh, I, I bet they'll be favored by five and a half, six points. Mm, I don't know about that. Dude, but they, uh, they'll be favored. They depanced the Kansas the City 49ers. The Kansas City Niners spread. You think the Niners would be underdogs to Kansas City? I don't know that they would. I bet you they'd be really close. I bet you they'd still be a dog. I, I wonder if we could do a look ahead line. I bet we could. They're I'm gonna probably s- out there. I'm gonna say if it's Kansas City, San Francisco, I'm gonna say Kansas City's favored by two, simply because of the two, two and a half. And against Baltimore, <sighs> I'll bet you that that's at least five and a half. I'm going to go three and a half Baltimore favored over the Niners. And I'm going to go. Ooh, that's well, good. I'm going to look and see. Because there's got to be future lines. Niners minus two and a half. Niners minus two and a half over Kansas City. Baltimore minus three and a half over the Niners. That's what I'm. That's what I'm guessing. All right, I'm gonna say I'll see uh, during the break if I can. If I and can. And by find the way, this. 37 million people watched the Niners Packers game. Yeah, that's that's a lot. They they said that that is the most watched Saturday broadcast on television since the Tanya Harding Nancy Kerrigan Olympics. Get right the hell out of town. Yeah, and that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago when we had like again like seven channels that's to crazy. choose from. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, it wasn't that moment, but it was no. the Olympics. Remember the? Uh, well, you probably you you might be too young, Schultzy, but uh, man, that Olympic Games, we were looking forward to that. Oh yeah. Why? <laughs> you know, we had the lace and, and all that, yeah. and, you know, oh, it man. broke. And, yeah, that was the whole thing. All right. Um, we'll touch on the final game that we have tried to avoid, the Houston Ravens <laughs> matchup. <laughs> it was fun for a, Coming up. a half. We'll do that next here, Schultz. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. So here are the look ahead lines for the four Super Bowl, four potential Super Bowl matchups. Uh, the Niners would be favored over the Ravens. Dude, that is stunning. Consider- Niners minus one and a half. The Ravens at, in San Francisco. Picked off Purdy four times, absolutely depanced him, ran roughshod over that defense. It's not that the Niners have played great since. Baltimore is crushing people, and somehow the, the Niners are favored in that game? Well, you got to remember, the, the Niners are a much more popular team, so they're going to be bet more, just blindly. People yeah. people will bet more on the Niners than the Ravens. But also, you know, you got you, you mentioned it, Purdy threw four interceptions. If yeah. he doesn't, it's a different game. And I also think, you know, they could be doing the revenge thing there, too. It's like, you know, you lost to them once. Um, and, and you know, the first time, the Ravens were actually six-and-a-half-point underdogs. Yeah, they were dogs. Six-and-a-half, almost then, a touchdown. And then they put their so, foot in their ass. I mean, I don't that know. That just I think, surprises me. Well, it's just that I, I think they're and, – and odds makers never do this, but the public does. We overreact to one game. And as good as Baltimore looked in that game, we, sh- we should take it with a grain of salt. Um, it's a different matchup, you know. So it's, yeah. it's just that you know that's telling you a lot to me that the Niners would be favored over the Ravens, and then you have Ravens minus four and a half over the Lions, the Niners minus three over the Chiefs, and then the Chiefs minus three over the Lions. Yeah. So there's your there's your look ahead. Um, I think the one that I I would most like to see. Oh come on, Baltimore San Francisco, isn't it? I I need. To- I need Detroit in there. Really? I, I need me some Dan Campbell. I think the better game would be San Francisco, but look, I, I, I may be off base. I just think Baltimore is. They just, they just look different. I think Baltimore is your Super Bowl champ, and I would rather see Detroit. I think it'd be crazy to see the the Lions in there and Dan Campbell in the Super Bowl. I think it'd be fantastic. But yeah, for the for the sake of the game, San Francisco Baltimore has has better, uh, maybe a, a better feel to it. I just need Kansas City to not be there. I love Pat Mahomes, but I, I, I'm not ready for Kelsey and Reed and Mahomes. I'm not ready for two weeks of that again. <laughs> I'm not ready for the is he better than Tom Taylor Brady? Swift. I just I need it to be over. Although Jason Kelsey, uh, I could I could handle some Jason shirtless Jason Kelsey all day. He stole the he stole the show. Who cares about Taylor Swift? Give me drunk ass Jason Kelsey with his shirt off. So the Texans and Ravens, uh, 10-10 at half, 34-10 final. Texans got outgained on the ground, 229-38. to So 
that's probably all you need to know. Yeah. Right there. Well, and, and even in the first half, you know, like you said, when it was 10 10, the, the Houston offense did nothing. Well, they got three points the whole game. Yeah. I mean, it just nothing. I mean, the Baltimore just absolutely. The they just suffocated them. And, and that's why I think, as, as awesome as it was that, that game with, with Buffalo and, and Kansas City, I just think that Baltimore right now, they have that look, and it happens every now and then, where there is just a team in the NFL that just looks better than everyone else. And right now, to me, that is is Baltimore. Yeah, but that's what they said about the Vikings that year they lost to the freaking Falcons out of nowhere. Falcons! Yep. With, like, uh, Chris Chandler at quarterback. And had the, their, so kicker had, their kicker had missed a field goal all year. And, and, and you're right in that if, if, if you are going to doubt someone, be careful doubting Patrick Mahomes, who went on the road his first time ever in a playoff game, and I feel good slayed about the dragon again. I feel good about Baltimore winning that game, but I also feel like it's going to be really close, and then and that's where Patrick Mahomes can come in and steal one. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I I that that's I mean, come on. We thought Bills Chiefs was must see TV. So is Ravens Chiefs. Come it's gonna on, be fantastic. Dude. It's going to be great. Yeah, you got a two time MVP in Lamar trying to find the get over the hump. You got. You know, if if Mahomes finds a way to do this again with this team, you want to talk about a crowning achievement? A crowning achievement because the Chiefs aren't that good, and his offensive weapons are. Well, they look good. They look good. They're and, playing and, great. And Kelsey found a way to kind of turn back the clock, who hadn't been playing very well. Uh, although Hardman, again, his offensive weapons tried to screw him over again by by leading uh, or letting Buffalo in that game with that stupid fumble. Hardman touched the ball three times for one yard and had two fumbles, including at the time, which looked to be maybe the the, the biggest play of the game when he fumbled it through the end zone. I have a Lamar stat for you. All right. What, what do we got for Lamar? Lamar. Uh, so they they said they they took this all the way back to 1948, mm-hmm. and there was no game in the playoffs or the regular season where a player did this. He is the first ever with two passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, over 100 yards rushing, and over a 100 passer rating mm-hmm. in any one game. <laughs> yeah, his, he went 16 to 22 for 152, two tutties, 11 carries, 100 yards. That's a nine-yard clip, by the way, two touchdowns. It's never happened. No. And this is the other one I look at. Josh Allen had such success running against Kansas City. In fact, the, the thing that Kansas City did best in the second half is is – they didn't allow Josh Allen to run, although, you know, he only attempted one run that entire third quarter. They only had four possessions the entire second half, but I really thought that Buffalo got away from that, and he was cooking them, and uh, Lamar's, there's just no one in the league right now that presents the kind of problems that Lamar does, and he hasn't run that much this year, and I was wondering if they were going to do this, and, you know, it's one game against Houston, but you know, they have kept him in the pocket quite a bit. And this is what I've always said about Allen, any of these guys. Hurts, we don't need you to run the ball 12 times in week 13. I don't need you to do it in week nine. I don't need you to do it in week 16. Play in the pocket, stay healthy, and when we and be the number one seed. And when we get to the postseason, training wheels come off. It's with Justin Herbert uh, in the Pac-12 title game and in the Rose Bowl. Time to go, man. If I'm, if I'm Harbaugh... If I'm uh, if I'm Baltimore, I tell him, dude, I don't care. You run as much as you want. That's what that's what Buffalo did that whole first half. That was Josh Allen. When was Buffalo at their best against the Chiefs? When Josh Allen was running the ball. And I get Allen's just this big physical thing, and, and Lamar isn't. But there is no more dynamic weapon in the NFL than Lamar Jackson. And you know, God help anyone if they just turn him loose and decide that he's just going to run. 
because there's just there's nothing, including Pat Mahomes, who's the best player. There's nothing in the league that's that's harder to prepare for than Lamar. Go back and look at the 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 the, the, the clip we had that Lamar threw that touchdown pass. Um, that was our who's leading the charge report uh, where he threw it up to um, likely. Yeah, likely. Go back and watch that play. They they ran a little bunch formation, right? Like a little tight set. And Lamar took the Lamar took the shotgun snap and immediately headed right for the line. That looked like power power G quarterback run the entire way. And you know you're from whatever it was, like the 15 yard line. And then just out of nowhere, he just pulls up and casually has a little autogram jump pass over the top. Like how do you defend that in a league where the best weapon you have is play action? We look at the quarterbacks that have been really successful. Play action is a quarterback's best friend. How do you defend the RPO and the play action when you have a weapon like that that they turn loose in in Lamar? I just and, and San Francisco couldn't deal with it. You know, uh, Houston didn't deal with it, and and I'll be interested to see how a very good Kansas City defense deals with it. We were talking on Friday about how teams coming off of buys fared in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and it's not nearly as good as you think. No, it was it's, right about fifty fifty, right? Well, no, it was under five hundred uh, against the spread. And they had won, you know, maybe 65, 70% of the games um, just straight up. But uh, not quite as dominant as you think. I think people think, oh, you get the extra rest. Uh, it's it's so important. I actually thought both by teams were a little rusty. Look the layout. And so I, I wonder if that's going to be – because now you only have one team with the bye. Yep. And we think of that as such a huge advantage. It didn't seem that way Especially because ba- on, yeah. Baltimore did not play well in the first half, but no. then they woke up, and the Niners just had a weird game altogether. Well, and it was a, it, the torrential downpour, and you could tell that it was really bothering Brock. And McCaffrey even said it. like He just said it. Just nothing about that game felt right at the beginning. But when did they add another team to the playoffs and so that no one gets a bye? Because I, you know, that's coming. <laughs> well, if you forty million people keep tuning into these exactly. damn games, they could be like, you know, well, let's just add one more of these. I guarantee you, they're going to talk about that. <laughs> one team gets a buy. Well, that's not really that's all that fair. fair. Let's add another playoff team. We'll make another eight hundred million dollars. <laughs> what did Peacock pay for the one playoff game? One hundred ten million. One hundred ten million. Yeah. So, if you added another playoff team this year. It would be like Seattle or New Orleans or Jacksonville getting in. You just see the owners sitting around and being like, 100, 110. Well, I bet we can get that up to 150, spread that out over 32 teams. Yeah, yeah. Let's... Hell yeah, man. You know, the fun part, too, is uh, that money, the, the players don't get game checks. They're normal game checks. They just get the playoff payouts, which aren't that much. The owners just sitting there, Yosemite Salmon, two cash guns every time they add another playoff game. And Look, as, as crappy as uh, I think some of those teams at the, at the back end are, I have watched every second of the playoffs. I, yeah. I couldn't get enough. That's Even the Baltimore I, game that didn't end up being compelling. That's what I told you. I said, you know, the NFL can expand the playoffs, and you can sit and bitch about, oh, that team doesn't deserve it. That team's not going anywhere. They're not that good. Well, that's what people said about Green Bay, and Green Bay is damn near in the NFC title game. No kidding. You know? I mean, it's, yeah, if Savage dude, intercepts either one of those balls, especially the one at the beginning, which would have been a pick six. And that's a team that barely snuck into the playoffs. Yep. So I just, I, I don't want to hear this crap about we don't want more <laughs> NFL playoffs. Yes, we do. I want the whole league in the playoffs. Wouldn't it have been something if, if Jordan Love had found a way to pull that off? You want to talk about just the hype well, train having were, left the station. I thought they were doing it. Well, you can make an argument that they were the better team. Oh, they they certain, outplayed them for sure. And yet, you know, here we are talking about San Francisco. And I'll, look, I'll give anyone, you know, credit that, that wins without their fastball. Right? And San Francisco won without their fastball. 
And I think you can you can say that you know that's a that's a that didn't look like a championship team, but. I, I go the other way that when you find a way to win games that you shouldn't, and that's like Kansas city, th- this, this version of Kansas city is nowhere near the version we've seen in the past. And you want to know what the greatness of Andy Reed and Pat Mahomes is, is they're winning with, with, with Hardman and Valdez Scantling and this and, and two tackles that have 19,000 penalties. They're winning th- this. That is their. That is how you know Kansas city is great. Yep. That, that this version of them is in the AFC title game Again, Not and to I be messed with, and I do think Baltimore is that much better. But if we're sitting here next Monday and we're talking about Kansas City in the Super Bowl, you know who's not going to be surprised, even though I'm picking against him. This guy, does he have two thumbs? <laughs> yeah, you're looking right at. You him. better not pick against him in the Super Bowl if they get there, <laughs> idiot. No, if they get there, you just got to ride that train. Eh? If they beat Baltimore, who is the best team in football, if they beat Baltimore, I will shut up and just be like, you set the line whatever you wanted to. I'm betting on Kermit the Frog and, right. and Andy Reid. Up next, could this be an unbreakable record? It's 547 on the fan. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Who the hell are you? All right, now a segment on sports rarities. I don't know if you saw over the the uh, the, uh, the uh, weekend there. We had a amateur win the PGA Tour event at La Quinta. Did you see that? I did not see that. An amateur won the PGA Tour event. And When's the last time that happened? 1991. Oh, okay, so not Phil Mickelson did it. Maybe not as long. I thought we were going back to some weird Bobby Jones thing. Well, Mickelson did it. Uh, it's pretty rare. Tiger didn't even do it. Yeah. But, um, this kid by the name of Nick Dunlap. And, you know, big boys were playing. Scotty Scheffler was out there, Justin Thomas, Sam Burns, uh, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shuffley. All those guys were playing. And this kid won. He's 20 years old. He plays golf at Alabama. He wins the tournament, and he cannot collect the $1.5 million paycheck. Ouch. Well, who, who was the uh, the Texas A&M kid that finished uh, in the – he finished like – was it the Masters of U.S. Oh, Open? Yeah. He finished like fourth or fifth and – Yeah, I forget his name. Same thing. Like, it was a huge payday. But this guy winning – Winning. Allows him – so $1.5 million, he cannot collect that. You can't turn pro. Like, be like, oh, no. I changed my mind. <laughs> like, my, like my money, please. Who gets the money? Uh, well, it goes to the next guy. So the guy who finished second oh. gets gets the first place pay, payday. It's crazy. It's so not fair. Tasty. Yeah, I do feel like you should you should be able to just be like, ah, all right. I was an amateur when I entered the tournament. Now I'm pro. I take the money and I'm going to stop playing college golf. I got to ask you if you're because the, you know he's going to. Yeah, if you're the second guy, you're the second place guy. Yeah, and you you get you one, kick him down. You something? get one point five. You, yeah. you stroke him a check for like, yeah. I don't know, a couple hundred G's. I think I do. Yeah, you're like, hey, you know what? You know, you earned this. Yeah. And, you know, I think look, I do. you keep a mill for yourself, but you know, you, you, you go, kid, break and him something off. for his caddy. Too. Yes, I mean, come on, man. You break him off a little something, something. But anyway, um, he you shouldn't cry for him because he now he's exempt. He won the U.S. Amateur, so he's already going to play in the U.S. Open yeah. and all that. But now he's in the Masters. He's in all he's in the, all this till twenty twenty six. So <laughs> he's he's going to be just fine. What if he never wins again? This is his only, the only yeah. one. Well, he might not, but he'll win some money. Out he'll there, win. Yeah, you, know? you don't have to win to, to put your foot in the cash register. And the other one is, uh, and I'm, I tease this by saying, could this be an unbreakable record? Um, if John Harbaugh mm-hmm. manages to win the Super Bowl, be number two, you would have. I just don't know how you. It would be a nearly. I don't think any record's unbreakable, but similar to like the uh, Johnny Vandermeer back-to-back no hitters, you know, mm-hmm. Cal streak maybe. You would have the record of two brothers 
winning oh. winning the college football championship and the NFL championship Damn. in the same year. Boy. Two brothers, head coaches. No way that happens. Son of again. a gun. I, I I was wondering where you were going to go with that. I didn't even think about the other Harbaugh because how weird is that? And that the, Harbaugh's first Super Bowl was against his brother. Yeah. And now you know, and supposedly there were some hard feelings about that. Jim didn't talk to him for for a while. <laughs> John said that he just he, he couldn't talk to him. Uh, Jim couldn't talk to him. This one a little better that you both can celebrate uh, a championship. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And remember too, John in the middle of the national title game, John Harbaugh just showed up on the sidelines in the middle of the game and like hugged his brother. Yeah, baby. He's like, oh hey, how's it going? Yeah, I think if like just imagine the fact. Well, first you'd have to get two really close to elite brothers that yeah. are both head coaches. Yeah. One in the pros, where there's only 32 jobs, one in college. <laughs> and then they would have to win the championship. They would have to win championships, which is hard enough. Yeah. But then do it in the same year? That's... I just don't... I mean, and can you name any other brothers that were that elite of coaches? I'm trying to think. So I'm just trying to think in general, not even elite, because Jay Gruden sucked, but Jay and John coached yeah. at the same time. But again, both in the NFL. Both in the NFL, and one sucked, and, and now doesn't coach at all. The other one is a misogynistic racist, and... He's not coaching either. Although supposedly he's in line maybe to be an OC down in uh, New Orleans. Yeah. I wonder if uh, the African-American players are going to love him talking about uh, DeMora Smith's big lips. I wonder how that's going to go over. Hmm. Interesting. I'm just trying to think, is there any other? Well, you had the Ryan brothers, but they were NFL guys. Yeah, they were NFL guys. And they didn't, I mean, nobody won a Super Bowl there. Well, and one wasn't a head coach. One yeah. never would have been a head coach. He was a, he was kind of a walking disaster. Um. No, if if you had to say sports records that will never be broken, and you can't say never, if that I, happened, I always thought the Ripken one would be mine. Like, because guys just don't play every day. There's no need to. I always thought the Cal Ripken, whatever that is, however, how many was it? Three over three thousand, and it's not even real. They they fudged that so many times. Yeah, that he played, and then yeah. he would sit down. Right. They, well, they would put they would push the start of game times. They would like they postponed it. They turned the lights off one night because he wasn't ready to play like that. That is one of the ultimate like it sticks in my craw. You want a Schultzy soapbox? That's oh, not a true freaking record. Look at, look at Cal it. Ripken Jr. is wow. not an Iron Man. That was the Baltimore Orioles' attempt at trying to make him an so, Iron Man. So you're saying he played in 2,632 straight games, and you just said that Cal Ripken is not an. I'm Iron saying Man. that wow. they pushed that to be a record. There there was no way he actually would have played in 2,600 straight him. games they helped unless him. there he, was some he, cheating by MLB he, and he, Baltimore. He still played in 2,600 straight games. Uh, okay. okay. 2,632. <laughs> All right. Chelsea's not buying it. I've never Bullshit. heard that opinion before. I, I, no, I've never once heard that. God, I, I love, love it. I love the weird soapbox. Now, but but said, I may go down the road of that will never happen again. If, yeah, I mean, if, how if does the that Har happen? It, it won't. If, if, it, if Harbaugh pulls it off, if it, John it, wins one. It won't. I mean, come on, man. That's crazy. <laughs> There's just no way. I had, I had That didn't even, that never even crossed my mind that that's a real possibility. And do you think, do you think when it happens that Jim will still be pissed? That his brother, like like that's that's Jim's crowning achievement, right? He won a national title at his alma mater. Do you think? Because knowing how competitive it is, do you think he would be slightly somewhere deep down pissed that John one upped him again by winning the Super Bowl? He's like, hey, it's a really cute national championship ring that you know is worth maybe three grand. Um, have you seen my Super Bowl ring, my second one that's worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars with real diamonds in it? Like, you, you seen that? Yeah, I think Jim would be pissed. I do. 
<laughs> just all the more reason why I, all the more reason why I want it to happen. Gives well, him gives him one of those weird, awkward Jim Schwartz slap hugs at the at the end of the game. Nice game. <laughs> I roll. Uh Fernando Tatis hit two grand slams in the same inning, never be broken. That that happened this year. That had never been done. Did you know that? Uh I think I remember us talking about Pretty that. Pretty crazy. Yeah. But I don't know, is that is that harder than back to back no hitters? No. In two straight starts? No. By the same guy? No, you get one, you know, I mean, obviously the opportunity to even come up twice in the same inning with the bases loaded, but, you know, you get some gas can in there. Or, hey, just play the Mets. You, just, you, know, <laughs> you get some position player, it's a blowout game. No, that one. I, it had I, never been done. Yeah, I know. I'm still taking the, I, I would still do the back-to-back no-hitters or certainly the Harbaugh brother thing. All right, that's it for sports. You guys like sports? You like sports? I, I like love sports. Them. Well, we're done with it. Would you buy a subscription to Applebee's? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last time I ate at an Applebee's. That kicks off the club next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Doncic, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.